0: it's time for mini cones again last week i introduced mr listina's wife angie as an important person in his life today i want to tell you a little about jerry greco mr greco was typically just referred to as bear by most he was a large man with a huge personality and mr listina's best friend Bear had a way of making anyone within earshot do what he wanted or what needed to be done. Together, they were a great team. They shared a colorful and rich history. They would tell their stories with an incredible rhythm, entertaining their audience for hours. Bear was a generous, loyal, and loving person. I see much of Bear reflected in the character of Ray Grandisha. Chapter 23 opens with Margie Grank back at work. Grandisha decides to trust Margie with what he had learned about Morales, without revealing his source. He asks Margie to watch him and learn about him. Sergeant Jose Vasquez comes to see Grandicia in response to a request for possible translation of what the man in the bathroom had heard at Zola's. Vasquez tells him about the word maricon and when it may be used. Meanwhile, Margie Grank checks out the high school and goes through the yearbooks in the library. When she is there, she spots Morales and Sparn walking together at the school. Sparn and Morales are discussing their plans for Kahane's secretary as they leave school. Margie decides to follow. Moffat at the same time is listening to another television preacher. Sparn tries to visit him, but Moffat is too engrossed in the sermon to answer the door. Margie notes the address for Moffat and continues to follow Sparn, who ends up at his own home. Margie calls Ray and gives the addresses for the Moffat and Sparn homes. As Mrs. Sparn sets out dinner... Richard leaves. Margie returns to the Sparn house, but Richard has already left, so she heads back to the office. Chapter 24 begins with Ricardo waiting in the cul-de-sac for Sparn. Another party is slowly coming together. Sparn asks about making money at the parties in Ricardo's neighborhood. He told Ricardo that Moffat wasn't home and was likely out making things happen. They head to Kahane's office with their anger building about what had happened to Morales earlier. They arrive to wait for Gina. In the office, Gina asks to go home early. As she hurries to her car, Morales and Sparn catch sight of her. They follow her car. She gets home and sees that some guests have arrived for her daughter's birthday party. Morales and Sparn take in the scene and furiously express their frustration. They take down her address and decide they have to try again the next day. As they leave, Morales asks Sparn to call Bobby for them to have their way with. Richard pretends to call her, but instead calls his mother. On returning to the car, he tells Ricardo that Bobby is sick, so won't be able to pleasure them. After eating, they go to Mr. Moffat's house. Moffat tells them that his coronation is delayed for now, but should happen within the next few days. The boys accept the delay and are excited for the upcoming change in their lives. Moffat returns to the television to receive his message. As Richard drops Morales back at home... Several cop cars are there to break up the party. They allow the boys to drive through, making them feel as if they are special. The night ends quietly for all parties involved, except for Joe Crowder, who is reveling in a racist rant with like-minded men. As Chapter 25 begins, we are back at the police station. Margie Grant sees Ray speaking to a man she did not recognize. She learns that the man is the witness from Zola's. Ray yells something to the man as he stands outside the office. The man smiles and nods at Ray, who then asks his staff to quickly arrange for another media session. Ray signals Margie to come into his office. They exchange information, including background on Sparn, Morales, and Moffitt. The connections seem tenuous, and none of them have anything of concern in their background. As Ray considers how to progress, he makes a decision to look into them further and to begin following the high schoolers. An officer announces the arrival of the media. Ray sends Margie home. He tells the media about Maricón being yelled at the scene, knowing that the media would transmit the profanity to the public. After the media leaves, new evidence is delivered to Ray's office, revealing that the prints from Zola's match some of the prints at the Donna's crime scene. Ray is convinced that the next day will bring him the big break he needs to solve the crimes. In Chapter 26, we start with Another Night at the Fine Time. Ray Grandisha enters and sees Regis Kahane seated opposite a beautiful young woman. They greet each other. Carol Lombard is busy at work and Ray heads to the bar to talk to Ramon. At the end of the night, Ray goes home with Carol. After fooling around, Ray discusses the case with Carol who provides a different perspective on his suspects. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of Many Cones.